Yo, yo. Man to man podcast. My man Swamp Day. Got my co-host, D Butt. In the building. What's going on? In the building, man. Slow motion today. Got the, you know, the kids in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they drag it through it, boy. You know that first week when you come off uh you come off break. Man, your mama was hurting yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, the internet working. Right. <laughs> but Yo, um it's good though, man. What about you? Yeah, you know, slow motion, man. I'm day. Got a good workout in this morning, man. So excited to get on here, man, and um talk some football. Obviously, there's some some things going on. Mm-hmm. So you know, let's, let's 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 get into it, man. Let's get into it. We got we got super super wild card weekend, man, at the uh Obviously, this weekend, but it's crazy that we really got through this whole this whole football season, man. I was on um on Joy Taylor's um podcast yesterday, yeah. Maybe I'm crazy part, and that kind of came up like because I know going into it, I was thinking, man, ain't no way the NFL. We should we we had plenty of conversations about it, you know, not having a bubble, not having some sort of regional something. Yeah, we got through this whole this whole season, man. Yeah, man, it's um hats off to the to the league, hats off to the organization, the players. Obviously, you know, you had some bumps in the roads for some teams, mm-hmm. but um, like you said, man, I don't think anybody would have thought that for one start on time and to um finish the the entire season and then obviously going into the playoffs, man. But um I mean, like you said, man, the hats off to them, hats off to them getting it done. Players, um, coaches. Everybody, training staff, definitely training staff. staff. Um, everybody, man, training trying to... staff, equipment. You know, equipment. You know the shout out to all the equipment guys out there, man. man. I know it was hectic. Whew, it was Crazy. hectic for everybody, but for them, because they are already, you know, pretty ain't on on top of you know the laundry and things being in certain ways and the you know keeping the facilities up, the shower, the hot tub, yeah. and all that shit. You know, I all know that, that was on times 20 this year man so shout out to all them man all the behind the scenes heroes yeah. without them man it, it don't work that's it a fact it doesn't work without them so it, these are the the people that you know we don't we don't talk about um enough you know obviously mm-hmm. you know we talk about the coaches the players the front office but um the guys and and the and the, and the women that the that deep but just mentioned those those are the people that kind of make it work and That's make it go every 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 day every day team chefs team chefs yeah man everybody man so i'm definitely saluted them saluted them i know that i know that um i know the teams probably show crazy christmas love this year man what you know because you know usually that be it man that time of year coming around that's when you that's when you really show your appreciation for those for the staff you know the people that help you go through your day-to-day the fat envelopes get passed around Oh yes, sir. And bless. Sometimes it's payroll deduct that you just pass. You just pass the joint around and sign off. Yeah, I'm gonna take this much out to check this week. Yeah, but uh, that's what's up though, man. But shoot, speaking of, you know, front office coaches, all that stuff. We had um, we had a team. We had one of the team fill their GM vacancies yesterday. Mm-hmm. Houston Texans. They um finally hired Nick Casario. They tried to hire him back in 2019. Um, it got Patriots blocked. Blocked that. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots blocked that. Uh, but uh, they finally got their guy, man. Um, I was with Nick in New England my first two years in the league. 
Um, and obviously, you know, been around that Patriots organization. Everybody always wants, you know, somebody coming from there. Sharp guy. Been around the business for a long time. Won a lot of championships. Been a lot, a part of a lot of championships. So uh, how, you, how you think that's going to um, that's going to bowl for the, for the Texans going forward? So um, I don't know. But obviously the Texans um, had their eyes set on him. So I think for the organization-wise, I think it's a, a, a great move for them uh, getting their guy. I don't know much about him. But obviously, mm-hmm. you know, coming from an organization like um, like the Patriots, you know, uh, feel as though, you know, he has the blueprint of, in his mind, of how you can get your team to, to become successful. You look mm-hmm. back um, at Tom, Tom Telesco, you know, he was with the Indianapolis Colts for um, for a long time while we was there. Uh, ended up getting that job uh, with the with the L.A. Chargers and he's doing his thing. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But. I'd say from you know the Houston Texans got their guy, so yeah, they got their guy. Um, and it's 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 been so much over the years. I feel like it's been so much uh, New England influence on that uh, on that Houston Texans organizations. You know, from Billy O to Cornell, Cornell, Vrabel, like Vrabel. Even when Big V went over there and Big played, v, like yeah. so, um, they continue. They continue to. Tra- Tradition, I guess, but yeah, he was with New England for twenty years. Damn. Damn. So he, I know he worked his way up. Had to, yeah. He, like yeah. I said, he was in he was in personnel when I was there back in 09 I'm sure. Let me see when he got there. Two thousand two, two thousand two. He served as a as an offensive coach and assistant for. Then he got in the scout department in 03 2007 He went back to coaching, so he got some coaching experience, coaching wide receivers. While still a part of the personnel department, assistant coaching staff during the 2009 preseason, which was my rookie year. What are you doing? Okay, yeah. So, coaching staff, assisting the coaching staff in the press box. So, he kind of, oh, and then he worked along. He worked along with football researcher Ernie Adams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he, been, he was all, he been all up and down the. Yeah, All up and down the um the block, man. So I know he probably has a lot of good experience from from like you said, working with the players, front mm-hmm. office. Um, so I thought, like I said, man, Houston Texans got their guy, so they're happy. Um, I'm pretty sure he's gonna bring a knowledge, a lot of knowledge to the to the organization, to the team, man. Mm-hmm. He, he has a hell of a quarterback, so it's some definitely hell of a quarterback, hell of a quarterback, man. So so we'll see, we'll see how I go. Yeah, they they needed a guy who can. Who could be who could be creative, man? Because they got you know, not a good cap situation. Um, not traded away a bunch of the draft capital. I don't think they have any first or second round picks this year. Um, so they definitely need a guy who can who can be creative, man, and figure some things out. But we gonna see, man. Shout out to yeah. Nick getting you know getting his first shot to call the call the shots down there in Houston. Yeah, shit, man. Um, Let's talk about another opener. Shit, Dolphins OC, mm-hmm. man. Jan Gailey, man, resigns after one year. Yeah, and the, the report came out, I believe, yesterday. He was fired, but um, then they recanted it. Now he came out today and um, resigned. Um, you know, I guess they let the let the old head step down. Chan, Chan had been around, around the game for a minute. Yeah. So my question to you is, I think this is the Dolphins' third <laughs> OC, going in their third OC in three years. Mm-hmm. You got a um, you got a rookie quarterback, right? That that you um, you know, 
Got Not on the defensive about, 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 yeah, about. Defense about. So <clears throat> you got tour. You gonna have a new OC coming in. How you feel about this situation right now? Um, you know what? I feel like you. I feel like you needed it, man. I feel like you need it because, like, I, we, we whenever we speak about, whenever we've spoke about tour for the last few days, it's always been a combination thing. Obviously, it starts for me with his play it hasn't been hasn't been good in my opinion. Play calling hasn't been good either. And then the personnel, you know, the personnel around him isn't great offensively. Got a bunch of draft capital. Um, I think you need so many, you know, new offensive minds. Uh, you know, the, the game evolves, man. The game is it's just, you know, some some older coaches can evolve and keep up or stay ahead of the trend like an Andy Reid or somebody like that. Pep, then, you know, Pep, Pep, Pep is a guy Pep. who, you know, back yeah. in back in 14, you know, he kind of got he, he he got the, you know. I think he got thrown on the bus a little bit, but he had one of the top top offenses in the league um, with a young Andrew Luck at the time. Um, you know, I think I think it'll it'll work out well for Tua um, to have a younger offensive mind come in if they do if they do go in that direction, which I expect them to do. And um, hopefully, we can see we can see just that improvement, man. Because we just, I didn't see the growth, I didn't see consistency, I didn't see confidence in them. Um, so I would definitely want to see that out of them, but. Uh, it's gonna be interesting at the top of the draft. You gotta at least have a conversation about a quarterback. Because yeah. you I think you uh, unless unless the organization is like nah, two is our guy. Um I think it I think it came they came out and said and the GM uh, said yeah. but 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 you, you never know. know yeah yeah you never know <laughs> obviously he you know you can say that now just so that you know we can quiet the, yeah. the chatter right now before before draft and all of that. So obviously, um, you know, and then you hire your OC. You sit down and talk with your OC and your OC like, look, and depending on who's available at that pick, it could be like, look, I like so-and-so better than I do too or whatever the case may be. But like you said, we, we definitely going to see. Um, see what's up, man. We're going to see what's up, man. Yeah. I, I, I hate to see you over there sit down, man, not not saying that you on the fence with Tua, man. I mean – I, I still, I still. It's so early, man. It's so early, man. I, I saw, yeah. I saw Lewis Riddick come out. I saw Lewis Riddick come out and uh, and kind of just speak, kind of what you, what you always say, like, damn, like, kind of pump your brakes, you know, give him time, you know, yeah. it's year one, he got in there kind of half the year, no off season, all these things, but man, I don't know, maybe I'm just a part of that. I'm a part of the microwave culture now, man. I want, yeah. I want quick. I want, I want to see. I want to at least see some instant. Quick success. I want to see it early, especially when you're Instant. on a team. You're on a team like the Dolphins, where um, you know, obviously the Bills won that division for the first time in, in forever because New England's been dominated for so long. So nobody expected the Dolphins to be Tennessee's. And that was why I went with you know Flores as my coach of the year this year. Nobody expected that success. They had they had the success. I feel like they're a little ahead of schedule. And they have so much draft, so many draft picks, so much draft capital right now. And it's like, when will you be in this position again? You know what I mean? So if you do, if you do want to get a mulligan on tour, then you know how I feel. I'm a little hesitant with them lefties. So if you do want to get a mulligan, this is going to be your best opportunity, your best shot in a while. And being a life, damn, I'll have my Dolphins hat on. Yeah, because you ain't, bro. <laughs> being a lifetime Dolphin. <laughs> We know how long it's been since we've had that star at quarterback. We've been waiting on it since Marino, really. So that's that's kind of why I'm on the fence, man. Nah, but, I feel you. Like you I always know, said, like I always said, best. I just thought they jumped the gun, man. I just thought they jumped the gun, especially with him coming off that injury. 
Um, you had a veteran quarterback in um in Fish Magic. Not mm-hmm. saying that Fish was going to take you to the to the promised land, but I thought he could, you know. And, and again, when he was when they made that change, you know, made to tour, the Dolphins were playing really well. I just thought it, it would have been it would have fit tour better if he would have just sat behind him for a year, understand the game, get those practice reps, be able to see it from a different vision on the sideline, and then bring him in fresh next year if that's was if this what you what you wanted to do. But to throw him in there the way they threw him in there, and then the way they was going back and forth with the quarterback shit, I think that would mess anybody's confidence up. You know what I mean? So you know. Hey man, it's the it's the big leagues, man. It's the big boy league. No no excuses, no explanations, man. We took you five. Hey, are you five? You know I rock with that. No excuses. Yeah, we, we you, what, what what round did you get drafted in? Shit, we, it's, it's, hey, it's a different yeah. breed out here. Nah, bro, you was out there rookie year. It's a different breed. Nobody ain't getting all his confidence and this and that and going back and forth, man. Hey, man, oh, you get oh, out oh. there. Oh, oh, but but to 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 rewind that, I'm not gonna say you not, you ever lack confidence. But that day when you was like you went in the building and it was like, oh, you're not starting. That ain't trigger. That ain't trigger nothing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, it definitely is, it definitely can affect you. But that's what I'm hey, saying. Hey, man, it's a big, it's, it's a big. It's you're, it's, this, it's, this, you're the leader of the team, man. You're a quarterback. You're a top five pick. Every quarterback ain't the leader of the team. You gotta be. You can't. You can't be. Hey, I can't don't care what. I don't care. I don't care what the media says. I've been in like we've been in locker rooms. We've been. I'm in not locker saying rooms. that's like the 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 general. You know that 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 guy. I'm not saying that. But you have to be a leader on that team if you're the starting quarterback. You got to. Ah. I mean, you I got to, bro. I, I I can't I can't agree with that. You know what I mean? You got I, to, bro. Even if it's just your actions, even if it's just your, you got to be, bro. You you got to be. That's it's no. So, so at, at some point, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if 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 you if you the the rookie quarterback coming in, um, I'm not expecting so, you. Andrew Luck. It's he's every 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 it's, everybody's different. You know what I mean. I feel like everybody is different. You know what I mean. So <clears throat> I agree. I get what you're saying. Like you have to have some type of um, leadership skills. But I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna crown um, just because you play a position that you're gonna be a leader. Obviously, that's what that's what we want in our quarterback. But I'm not. I got been in locker rooms where you know the quarterback. Yeah, he was our starting quarterback. Or and I'm not gonna. I, I've seen it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where uh, the, just because you're the starting quarterback, just because you're the best player on the team, doesn't necessarily mean that you're that that leader. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. I'm saying you're not going to be the guy, you know, talking to the team before the game or, you know, calling the players only meeting or, you know, doing things like that. Like, for instance, when, when Luck came in and, and, and I got there obviously later than he did, but you know, he come into a locker room with you, with Reggie, with Rob, you know, with Vinny, with, you know, the leadership was already established on that team for years beyond that coach was already established. But when he came in to be the starting quarterback, like he got to come in there somewhere. Like it ain't like he ain't going to be talking, like I said, but you're looking at that guy in the huddle. You're looking at that guy on the sideline when he throws a pick. What's his body language like? What's his body language like when we down 
14, 17 and a half, like that, that matters. You know what I mean? Regardless of if we're dependent on him emotionally um, to be our guy that gets us whatever. But, you know, you that position, like you, if you, if that guy's not a leader, either by example, like Luck wasn't the guy that was going to talk. He wasn't going to be the guy that gets people face and say, hey, this, this, that, and the third. But you saw him work. You know, you saw him go about his business. You knew uh, he was the number one pick. You knew he came in with the expectation. You saw him handle himself like a pro. And it was a lot of young guys that played around him as well. So he had to lead those guys. He wasn't leading you. He wasn't leading Robert. He had to lead, you know, Vic Ballard, T.Y., Kobe. You know what I mean? So you got to have a leadership position, I believe, I, as a quarterback. I, I hear you. And <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But I'm saying that, you know what I mean, just because you just because you play that position, I get what you're saying. If you had the, you know, if you're that GM, that's what you're looking for, uh, the character breaks in your quarterback. Is he a leader? But I'm just saying when you come into that locker room, it doesn't always happen that way. Uh, yeah, do, I, I, do, I agree. Do, do, I, do, I, I, I want, do I want my quarterback to be a leader? Of course. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, just to be honest and keeping it a buck, it doesn't always happen that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that 1,000%. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, I don't think people, I don't think fans expect, you know, if you've never been in a locker room before, you don't expect a 21, 22-year-old guy to come in there and lead a group of men and be like the unquestioned leader. But, um, you know, I just think it's certain characteristics, certain traits that you got to have. No, for sure. Um, yeah, to be. And, and everybody do it a different way. I was with Cam his rookie year in, in Carolina as well. And he was in the locker room with Steve Smith and uh, Ryan Khalil and, and guys who had Thomas Davis, guys who had been in the league forever. But he had to be, you know, he was thrusted in that role. He was uh, he was the guy. So, um but yeah, talking about let's go, let's go to another uh, another squad, another leader, uh, Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons. He, he fed up. Out. He fed <laughs> up with that shit out there. He, fed <laughs> he, up. he came out today and said, uh, "No players are off limits." Man, he um, fed up, man. Including Matt Ryan, including Julio Jones, which I feel like. I mean, I know it's not a four. So some, you know, I think, matter of fact, I think you said Julio, you would see is kind of untouchable or wouldn't be moving. And I said he was a possible piece that I see uh, moving. So, um, how you feel about it <laughs> now that now that now that the big man that came out and said it? <laughs> um, I mean, I think I, like you said he had enough, man. He's fed up. You know what I mean? I think that Super Bowl loss is still, you know, hovering over that over that team. Um, and I just think at this point. Um, off the blank is just like you know if, it, if it's kind of what you said with, with, with Saquon like you know um where these guys have this value as far as Julio if I can get a lot of form hey why not move him but again it could be one of them situations where he's talking so he can you know making guys uh, feel uncomfortable um mm-hmm. in, in this situation but uh but if I was him, man, I, I got to keep Julio and Calvin, Calvin really together, though. That's a um, that's a mean one too, man. But I, I don't know. know. I got yeah. I got I got to think about <clears throat> building, cha- trying to build a championship team around a a receiver being the best player on your team. Now, obviously, Julio has been, in, in my opinion, has been a great. He's been one of those quiet superstars. And you really see that the um, wide receiver position has been a leader for that team um, on and off the field. But, um, you know, he's still, I feel like, in a prime of his career, got some prime years left. So you have a lot of suitors out there for him. 
Yeah. If you're trying to build going forward, you're trying to, you know, get some more talent, get some more players on that team. I think you gotta you gotta fill those cards. You gotta see what you can get for them. Um, and now if you Julio, do you feel some kind of way now? I mean, he definitely is viewed as one of those guys who could be like a Fitzgerald type lifer yeah. in that organization. Uh, for sure. You know, we said that. Um would you would I feel some type of way? Um if I understand the business, or you just understand business is business, and that's and that's how I'm feeling. Like you know, I think he might be at the point of his career where it's like business is business. Um, you know, so it could be it could go both ways. He he could feel disrespected because you know he could feel like yo I, I should be a lifer here. What I've done for this team, for this organization, uh, for this city. But um, at the end of the day, uh, the sooner you can understand the business of the game. Um, less feelings and less emotions that you'll have when things like this come up. You know what I mean? So for the young guys, man, when you get in there, understand this business. Understand that like, these teams don't owe you nothing. Yeah. Um, so so uh hopefully he hopefully he understands his business. Which you know yeah, I mean? I'm sure I'm I'm, I'm sure he I'm sure he does. I'm sure yeah. he does. But like you said, that's an important, important message. Um that I think go over a lot of people here, especially young guys, um, because so you just know your whole life, football, football, football. You know, I get right, I take care of my body, I work hard, I lift, I, I watch film, you know, I do all the right things, and you, you know, I'm good. Like, but keep your eyes open, man. Understand what's going on around you, understand how this business operates, understand where you fit in the business model. Yeah. Um, and and take that into what goes on. We had this conversation a lot. Um, had a you know big conversation about it with Booger. But we talk about it a lot, just building your business and your brand and yourself off the field and away from the field matters just as much, if not more. Yeah. Um, so it's it's important. It's you know, not that Julio's not, you know, like he needs some off the field shit going on right now, but um just for the majority of us, that off the field stuff is gonna be more important in the long yeah, run yeah. than that on the field stuff. So um yeah, but I'm yeah. sure Julio would be. He'll be good. He'll be good. Yeah, he's gonna, he gonna be good regardless, man. He yeah. can fit. He's one of those talents that can go into any, any system, any yeah. quarterback, and be good, man. They might. What if you end up down there with two of them, man? If you end up down there with two, how much money shit. they got? Uh, shit. shit, him, Devontae Parker, shit, that's a. Ooh, go draft that big boy out of uh Oregon on that O line. Yeah, we'll but see. Yeah, man, we're gonna that, see. We definitely that, gonna see. That business is it's real. So I seen that, you know, when when I I don't know anybody in this world who would have never who would have thought that Peyton Manning wouldn't have retired and played his entire career with the Colts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and when you when you um when you seen the Colts make that move, it was like, oh yeah, this shit real. Yeah, this shit <laughs> real. Any, any, anybody real. can get it. Anybody. Anybody can get it. Once you and I, I came into the league in New England, so we traded, we traded Richard Seymour. I want to say my rookie year to the Raiders, and then my second year traded Randy Moss. So I mean, I knew pretty early on, like, okay, this, this yeah, shit, this shit, this shit different, man. I'm seeing different. Richard Seymour toss grown men like little boys. I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this is, this is more than just football, but uh, part of the business, man. The earlier you learn it, the better. For sure, for sure. The earlier you learn it, the better. Sure, man. We talked about the um, the whole COVID situation, man, and how it's been affecting um, this year. And uh, obviously, I think <clears throat> from the big scheme of things, how the league has has handled it pretty pretty well. Mm -hmm. 
So going into playoff weekend, right? We got the Cleveland Browns head coach tested positive. I think. Uh, like I said, let me get a head uh, uh, an update on the Cleveland yeah. Browns head coach tested positive. Two players tested positive. And I think I want to say two additional coaches uh, tested positive as well. That's tough, man. After after. 18 years and you finally get to the playoffs and now you're dealing with all this shit. How you think that affect them on game day? I mean, I think the good thing about it, <clears throat> if you can find some silver lining is, um, you know, your opponent, obviously, you know, your opponent very, very well. Mm -hmm. Your opponent, you already played, played twice this year, literally just ended the season with him, even though a lot of guys were out, but you know, what you know, you know what you're getting um so that can help that can help you know stefanski get help get whoever else whoever gonna step into that role calling the plays that can kind of help okay this is what they like to do so we know we're on the same exact pages what they like to do what we do well against them and even though i'm not out there calling plays you're going to be well equipped for this not like we're playing an opponent that we haven't played in a year or two or maybe played in early in the season so that's the good thing for him the bad thing is man I mean, you're missing your, your unquestioned leader at the head coach position, who was your coach of the year. Yeah. Um, deservingly so. You know, got him to a playoff berth um, in a tough, tough division. Um, left So left guard Joel Patino out still, too. Is he going to be out? Drew, damn, defensive back coach Jeff Howard. So you got, man, it's a lot of adversity, man. But yeah. as, as my co-host would say, Hey, no excuses, no explanations, baby. <laughs> no excuses, no explanations, man. So hey, we got to go. Next man up. Next man up. We got to get it done. We got to get it done. And I think you hit it on the head, being that you are playing a divisional opponent. You know him well. You just finished playing him. Um, and whatever Zoom means they have, and or whatever the case may be, how they're mm -hmm. um, getting that game playing ready. I think. Uh, I think the guys uh, will come out ready to play, as you know, being in the locker room. Uh, these type of situations, you know, kind kind of get a team up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. look, you know, guys, they the 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 people outside of this building, they're doubting us. So let's do what we need to do. Let's focus in and let's Working get it done wagons. for sure. And like you said, next man up. So we'll see. But now, it's tough, man. They haven't. They, they aren't practicing either. So, um, but they did play in week seventeen. You know, they played their guys in week seventeen. Uh, Pittsburgh rested their guys. In week, a lot of their guys in week seventeen. Um, so being that the Browns aren't practicing, so they won't be on their legs and won't be hitting the shit this week, meeting all virtually and shit. So they kind of be on the same page, I guess, physically when it comes to it. But I wonder how that's going to affect the game too, not practicing, not getting those reps. Cause I was one of those players and everybody's different, but, um, you know, I like, I like practicing. I like getting, I like executing certain calls. I like to see it in real life. Um, even though it was a scout team, it wasn't going to be the same guys. I like to still, you know, Go through those uh those motions. You know no, what I mean? Sure. I needed that third down day. I needed that red zone day to, you know, to um, see it. Yeah, yeah, to see it, to 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 yeah. feel it, pause. But um, so not having that, doing that virtually, and I'm sure guys are probably used to doing the virtual thing now, but I don't know, man. Playoffs, man, playoffs. And shit, we seen early in the year, man. I think who was it? The Titans, the Titans didn't practice. Titans, yeah. No, they came out and ball. You know what yep. I'm saying? So um Against the Bills too. I know, I know we I know I know we used to have a saying where, you know, 
Um, say we did something the prior week, Cole Dungy be like, look, all right, we're not going to have, say, week six. You know what I mean? So most of the time after week 12, it's, it's, it's no no foot full padded practices after you know after like week 12. yeah so i know it used to be like week six and coach dungy throws a bone on a wednesday no full pads just helping right thursday the same thing um we go out sunday and ball so i think it was like shit, we come back just like last week you know what i'm saying <laughs> let's run it back so shit, like it could, it, it could spark some form like shit, they don't practice this week they go out there and play well Shit, let's zoom call this thing again. You know what I'm saying? So you know it's gonna be a physical game too, and, and, and that's a physical ball club, man. It all starts with the run game, starts with them, them big hogs up front. You know them old linemen like you know like to get that rest. Yeah, yeah, they gonna, yeah. They gonna, but we gonna see, man. Oh, we definitely we gonna, gonna see. We, we gonna see, man. Yeah. What's what shit, man? Shit, I, I think what everybody wants to talk about, man, it's finally this for this Pro Football Hall of Fame, man. Class of 2021. Class of 2021. Let me see who we got. So shit, we got hit the first. I'm gonna hit the first ballot. Get the first ballot. Hit the first guy. All right, the first the, the first year, first year eligible guys. Yeah, then um, in alphabetical order. Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Yep, Jared Allen. Um, Calvin Megatron Johnson. Peyton Manning, PM, and then we got C. Wood. And this is their fir- the first year eligible guys. Um, so before we even get to the rest of the list, I feel like three of them guys are locks. I know two for sure. Yeah, I mean, you always got to ask that question with receivers because I ain't done the pass with Calvin. But in my yeah. opinion, Peyton Manning, C. Wood, and um, weren't Peyton Manning and C. Wood in the same Heisman? Same husband, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Going from that and then come full circle. Yeah, going into the Hall of Fame together. Yeah, that's 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 dope. That's wild. Um, and then uh Calvin Johnson and uh Jared Allen. Jared Allen definitely got the numbers yeah. Yeah, first ballot-wise. Um Calvin had the impact. You know, I wouldn't say he had the, he has the numbers just because he didn't play as long as play a lot it. of these guys. Yeah, but um, yeah, so you think two, two, two out of those four for sure. For, for sure, for sure, lot for sure. Uh, C. Wood and um, eighteen payment yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, I think Calvin Johnson has um, a great chance uh, mm-hmm. of getting in his first time around. Um, you know, I don't want to sound like a hater or being biased. You know, nah, I mean? man, speak your mind, man. This I just this your, this your show, man. Yeah, I know. I just, I just, I just want to get my. I want to see my man get in there. You, <laughs> wheeze, wheeze. wheeze. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I, I just don't know. Um, and obviously, you know how many people they're going to end up. Um, not sure what that number is. So, what is it? What it be like seven, eight? Yeah, usually, I, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. so Boy, you usually, know, see like five, six, and you still got Tory Holt. So, that was you know, that was yeah, you that, got Tory Holt on here still. That receiving position, that wide receiver position is always tough, always tough. Um, for y'all listening, man, y'all drop who y'all think gonna get in there. Let's yeah. uh let's 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 round the let's uh round the list out, man. We got uh Rondé Barber, mm-hmm. we got Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, Alan Fanica. We mentioned Tory Hope, John Lynch, <clears throat> Clay Matthews Jr., Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, um, and Reggie Wayne. 
And then um, obviously you got Tom Flores, Bill Nunn, Drew Pearson. I'm um, finalists as coaches, contributors, and senior categories. So Drew Drew Pearson in the senior category? Mm-hmm. I feel like Pearson should have been in by now, man. Yeah. That that's that's long overdue. But um I think Tony Baselli, I want to say he's in like his 15th year eligibility as well. I think um, I'm not mistaken. Bro, this is this is tough. I know I see but it's always of, tough. I see a lot of chatter about John Lynch as well and Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas was a dog. A dog. As a lifetime dolphin, Zach Thomas should be in there. One thousand percent. We got Sam Mills, and I played a year in uh, Carolina. Um, you know, he's that he's the, the guy behind the keep pounding, and uh, he had a great career as well. Yeah, um, passed too early. Richard Seymour, former teammate, teammate, Super Bowl champ, dominant. I don't think he gets in the first time around, but he'll definitely get in soon. Sure. I'm about to put the um, I'm about to put you on the spot, D Buck. Oh shit! You got to give me seven. 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 You got to give me seven. 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 No bias. No bias. You got to give me seven. Now I got I got a former teammate on here. I got a. You know, it's a childhood fan of Zach All right, so we already talked about being eighteen. 18s and he's a lot. Yep. Charles Woodson's a lot. Yep. So you got five. So that's two. Um I think Tory Holt should already be in. I'm gonna go Tory. Okay. Tory gotta be in. Um whew, it's tough. Fanica was a dog. Ryan Day was a dog. Yeah, um maybe shitting on Leroy Butler, man. Leroy Butler was a dog. Oh, yo, like, damn. Um, it's tough. I'm going Reggie. Gotta go Reggie. Reggie got damn. Dude, I came with three receivers, and so damn is Calvin gonna miss the first cut? <laughs> so I gotta go Reggie. Uh, so where I'm at right now, Peyton, Seawood, Zach Thomas. Did I say Zach Thomas yet? Yeah, you said Tory Holt. All right, Peyton, Seawood, Tory Holt, Zach Thomas. Reggie Wayne. You got two more. Damn. Nah, damn ain't go, in there. Damn go. <laughs> Calvin Johnson, Rondé Barber. I think I, I got I'm gonna I'm give Calvin the first ballot. And that's yeah. a very, very illustrious for receivers. Uh they made TO weight, they made Chris Carter weight, they made 88 weight, Marv like. That's why I'm like, I, <laughs> it's hard for me to put Megatron in that first battle. See, I, I don't want to hold that against them though. Get, I feel like they, I feel like they messed up by making all those guys wait. Honestly, so they 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 gonna um they gonna change. Ozzy Bruce waited way too long. They gonna change it this year. You gotta start getting right, man. I thought they was gonna mess it up with Randy too, but they 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 they, you they, know. they got that right. Yeah. Who you got, man? You gotta give me seven now. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Peyton Manning. Seawood, Reggie Wayne, um, I'm gonna go Zach Thomas. I'm gonna go Tory Hope. Big game Hope. I'm gonna go 
I'm going to go um, Alan Fanica, and I'm going to go Rondé Barlow. I feel bad leaving me with butt off. <laughs> After you said it was mentioned, After, maybe doing the dirty. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel bad leaving them. Yeah, man, you know, so it's one of the things somebody, somebody deserving yeah. is going to be left yeah. off, unfortunately. Yeah. And then every it's crazy year, because every year you got new cats coming in. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's yeah. it's, it's tough. It's and tough, then but. Big Bro Rob Mathis kind of mentioned some um, on Twitter. And he just kind of he was just talking about the uh the rushers just about to get in there, uh about to start coming in as far as I think he's coming up pretty soon. Freeney's mm-hmm. coming up pretty soon. Um I think uh I'm not not T Sub's got a got a while, but Demarcus Ware yeah, coming just. up. Demarcus Ware. So like, even with them guys coming in, you know, it's still gonna be John. And I I, I got uh I got Willie Anderson should have been a finalist this year too, man. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the OG, man. We gonna shout get out to the OG. Soon. Facts, but he definitely. Let's see what uh who because I saw that list too that um that Rob was talking about. <clears throat> let's see, let's see exactly who. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, he said I. And the Hall of Fame be tough, man. Be tough. Hey, Thomas, sorry, I can't find it, but oh yeah, he's talking about it's gonna be slammed with all this Hall of Fame traffic. D. Ware, Peppers, Freeney, Jared Allen, John Abraham. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm about to um Leroy Butler, man. I'm about to check his stats, man. <laughs> Leroy played. He played. He played. He played like a lot. Like 11, 10, 11 seasons. That boy got 38, 38 picks. Oh, damn. Okay. I didn't know he had that many. Yeah. He had 38 picks, 20 and a half, 20, 20 and a half sacks. Um, 889 tackles. 880. How many tackles you got? Uh 1333. Hey. <laughs> hey. hey man. Hey man. That'd be dope if um if two of your teammates going there together, Reggie and Peyton going there together. Man, I'll be Did, uh, the edge and Mar going together. Is the edge Marvin and Dungey? Nah, it was um it was Marvin Dungey. Um okay. Edge got in last uh last year. So he just getting it. He, he just, just got in. in. He just yeah. got in. He just got in. But you know, I don't think they did a um Yeah, cause they cause they were supposed to walk um during the preseason uh mm-hmm. this year, but you know they with the COVID with the, shit. With the COVID, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, man, hopefully, you know, hopefully. 87 get 87 obviously we just had reggie on the on the pot mm-hmm. um you know not too long ago i would encourage y'all to go check that interview out man if you don't especially if you're a coach fan you don't check any other interview out um go check that reggie wayne went out man gave us some dope insight a lot of things that i didn't even know you know about him and his journey and his path mm-hmm. um you know coming up college league 
Um, I heard Dungey talking. Um, he was on the uh, yesterday. Steve, right? Yeah, he was on Steve Steve White and um, damn, why I can't? Remember, why is my man name slipping my mind? My but, uh, yeah, your Howard guy, Huddle and Flow, he was on there talking about how Reggie, you know, had to earn the, you know, the, the trust, the Peyton and Marvin, all that stuff, and how he did that. So, um, looking forward to him getting in there, man. Definitely deserving. 18. Who you got? Okay, we got another list. Alex Cash just dropped his. Who y'all think should get in, man? Let me hear from hey, y'all. Pete Peyton Manning. Mm hmm. Yeah, Alex Cash list. Uh huh. Charles Wilson, Reggie Wayne, Troy Hope, and Zach Thomas. Shit. So we kind of had a similar, um, similar list. He took, um, he took uh, Alan Fennick out of minds, and he he added Jared Allen. So I, I like that. I like that. Uh, that list too. Out of so Jared Allen, man. He he was a dog. All right. So what about this? Now this is this is obviously tough for us to not have a bias. But you know this. Shout Nelly, out Nelly. Nelly seven five seven. Shout out Nelly. It's one of my guys. So you know it's it's a. Coming to Indy, the, the, you know, we just gotta gotta love for Reg, you know what I'm saying? So we just, <laughs> we want we want to see see our guy get in. Yeah. Um, but I I think you you spoke on it though, like for Calvin to come in and be, and I'm not taking any I'm not taking anything away from it from from what he did on the field, a dog. Um, and this and, is a this is a now you talk about this all the time because we've talked about Hall of Fame a lot. And um, we've had obviously some guys on the show that are either going in or should be in or et cetera. But um, and we always it's always a conversation of okay, is it production, individual achievements? Is it a stretch of dominance? Is it you know championships being there, playoffs, all this type of stuff? So I feel like that conversation rears his head again with this Reggie or Calvin. If, if you were, if you were at the committee, you got to go either or. Like, well, look, we got one more spot left. Do we go first ballot Calvin or does Reggie get in this time? So, so for me, I'm, you, you can hear me? Yeah, I got you. So for me, I'm thinking it's talent and production. You know what I'm saying? So, you just keep it individual. You don't even – you don't – it's hard I, not to factor it, in them. Bro, but my thing is, like, we're not playing tennis. So if you if I get stuck on a shitty ass team, but I still ball, like don't don't hold that against me because I was on a sorry team. And especially if I'm playing a receiver or if I'm playing linebacker or something like that, like you can't hold that against me. You feel what I'm saying? Now if I'm mm -hmm. playing now, if I'm playing maybe say we in the NBA where it's you know, one guy can really one or two guys can really, you know. And you just never, you just never and even you, make a. And you never make push a playoff or, or push yeah. or whatever. Now I can kind of see where you get where that's that's held against you. Um, but if I'm playing a if I'm playing a game where you know I'm only on the field half of the time, you know what I'm saying? It's ten other guys that got to do their job, but I'm but my but my numbers speak speaks for itself. Like I think it's what you what you produce on the field, your talent, obviously. Um, rings or, mm -hmm. or, or if he had a Super Bowl ring, obviously that that's that's cool. But so is that is that the Super Bowl? Is that factor in regardless of position for you? Or I mean, I feel like it factors in more so at the quarterback position. I mean, um, obviously coaching as well. Um, I mean, for, but as for a me. player like Willie Anderson, we talked about who played a lot, you know, a lot of time on on the sorry Bengals team. Yeah. 
so you know as a left tackle he gave up a ridiculously low amount of sacks playing against the greatest pass rushes the game has ever seen mm-hmm. but you know he never didn't have the you know the postseason accolades and all that type of stuff so i feel like that should have been it but if he was on a a patriots even left tackle with a patriot he would have won multiple championships and all these type of things he would probably have been a first ballot guy yeah, I so mean, it, it, that's, that's man, it's it's tough, but that's that's where the people who's who's voting they got to do their homework. So if you're on that committee and they tell you, you got only one wide receiver got to go in between Reggie, who has all the he's you know one of the most accomplished postseason guys for sure, and then uh, but just overall career you know consistency production, and then you have a Calvin who at his height was more dominant like had a i would say it was more of an, an impact player like okay this is like hey we gotta have three guys on this guy right um but one of these guys gotta go in this year i'm going reggie you going reggie make it make a try you 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 he can get in there <laughs> you going reggie yeah i'm going reggie i gotta think i don't know all right you going reggie i'm going reggie yeah, you know I mean, simple. Um, simple, simple, simple. So, like, like, like you said, like you know, T T O waited, like Chris Carter waited. That, like, yeah, we we both know. And that we both wrong. know what that the T O ship. Yeah, we nah, know what the T O ship was about, man. That that's that true. that ain't no way in hell T O should have waited uh, an hour after he was eligible to go in. That was that was uh, and that's why I think like they give you know the media whoever votes like too much power. Yeah, like that's a guy like I don't you know damn how he treated the media and how he right. was perceived outside of the game. Anybody that ever stepped on the field and competed against them, anybody who coaches, anybody anybody who watched the game, like you know what I mean? the game. come yeah, on man, this dude out there the broken. Yeah. Come on man, yeah, that was that was, that was that was that was disrespectful. That was somebody yeah. should get fined for that. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think I think Megatron got to be first ballot though. First ballot, I think he got to be first ballot. He got to be. Once again, he's one of those guys that if you watch the game, if you you knew he was in a a, a, a badly ran organization, yep. um, I wouldn't say he was a talent like Barry, like Barry Sanders. You know, he was on a he didn't make any you know the playoff. He didn't make any of that those runs either. But he was ten years, ten years all pro, ten years Pro Bowl, yeah. out of there. Like you knew, talent, okay, that's it. talent and production. Yeah, you knew that was that's that's first battle. I don't care what type of team success he had. Um, I wouldn't put Megatron in that same category, but he ain't far off. Yeah, he ain't far. Off. He was he was he was different. So I think he got to go. I think he got to go in first, man. Yeah, but yeah, man, we gonna we'll be see. interesting, man. Gonna be gonna be gonna be definitely interesting, man. What else we got, man? What other? Shahan's Ward be first ballot. Nah, nah, yeah, not my opinion. Um, longevity should definitely factor in. Yeah, agreed. Tough game. In. Yeah, it, it is. Um, RS Spark but, seventeen. Because some people but, don't believe longevity should factor in. But um, I, I, I want I want RS Sparks to expand on that though. Like as far as longevity should factor in, like should it factor in as you know going going against a player? Because a lot of people be like, oh, he played that long, so he should have stats like that. So like a you like a Frank that? Gore, like a Frank Gore. 
Yeah, I got people when that I, really I got people really arguing me saying that Frank Gore shouldn't get into the which is wild because and the, the, the argument that people have is like Frank to them, like Frank Gore was never like that top two, three guy for a stretch of time. So if him not being that guy, do you say okay, he had a 16-year play more games at the running back position than anyone ever in the history of the game and has been productive? It's not like he was just playing and just on the roster. Like he's been productive damn near every one of those years. Like if you have that, like that's a that his body of work is a no-brainer Hall of Fame yeah. body of work, in my opinion. I, I don't even argue um people that uh that try to argue that. That's when a lot of times I just gotta uh end my if it's a friendship, I probably gotta end my friendship with you. Um, if it's a acquaintance, I probably will never speak to you again. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm walking out the room, man. I'm like, oh, get out of here! Like you, that, you lose, you lose, you lose credibility. credibility I, I, don't yeah. agree, I don't agree with this right here. What's that? This right here. We got Zachary. We got a state a, a comment from Zachary. I want to mess your last name up, but maybe Kajels Jetson. Gore is a Hall of Famer, but TD Thirty had a better career and a better career. He's probably talking about the Super Bowl rings. So that's why I'm play, like, you play you know, with Elway, like, you play with Shannon Sharp, you play exactly with, like you, you probably not to say that TD wasn't great, he definitely yeah, great, but you just can't go out there and say he got a better like go or top three like this is the end. When the Hall of Fame, you get a bust. It's it's only you. It's only your face. Yeah, like it's about what you accomplish as an individual in a team sport. So mm-hmm. I think he wilding with that one. I, yeah. I agree with you, Marcus. He bugging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, like Zachary Kelson, my bad, my bad. Zachary Kelson, what else y'all got, man? We these last, what we got last shit, seven minutes. We hollering at y'all, man. <laughs> what happened? Oh man, I said I saw Frank Gore play against the Giants when I was seventeen in high school. <laughs> I'm almost thirty-one now. Hey, that's a fact. That's, that's real. That shit crazy. That's a thing. Frank. That's crazy. Especially at that position. Yeah, that at that position, man, it's I mean, it's tough to play football period, but running back. Yeah. And I, I seen Frank work in the offseason, like from my damn to my rookie year. I started working at, um down here by Marito's. Mm-hmm. Man, like hit the work he puts in off the field from year. My for my year one, I came and went in the league. He's still four, four he's got another four years left. Um, like it, it don't surprise me that he's still playing. But yeah. that running back position, man, that's that's wild. And he said he uh, might not retire this year. He said he might yeah, come back next year. He that but man, he love he loves football. Loves football. A lot of guys do, but he Joe loves, Tom. loves football. Joe Thomas is a first battle Hall of Famer. Yeah, Tom underscore Austin 10. Another example of a guy who was on a bad team his entire career. Um, I think he what he played 10, 11 years, maybe. Um, like barely that. missed a start and was dominant from day one, you know, to the end. I don't think he missed a game until his last year. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy, no brainer. First ballot Hall of Fame, yeah. no one question. of the best, one of the best to do it. Um, Rodney Henry, it's Fred Taylor Hall of Famer. Fred Taylor should definitely be a Hall of Famer. Shout out um, to my guy, Rod. Shout out to Freddie T, man. 
Oh, right, right, Henry. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and Freddie T. Shit, definitely yeah, Hall of Famer. T. Hall of Famer, another man to man alum. But yeah, I agree with that for sure. No doubt about that. No doubt about that, man. What else we got in him, man? Man, let's talk about man. We got a special guest coming up, man. Oh yeah, special guest coming up. Um, we're gonna record him soon. We're gonna drop it uh probably Friday. Yeah. Young boy, man, having a hell of a had a having a hell of hell of an early career. Mm-hmm. Um you know, helping his team make the playoffs this year. Ohio State alone. Yes, sir. Young, young Terry. Young Terry Mac. Terry McLaurin got um voted captain. He's a captain on his team, a young captain on the Washington football team. Um, you know, first getting his first playoff experience. Yeah. Gonna be on a big stage, so it's gonna be good to have that conversation, see what it's like preparing for a big game against uh against the Bucks this upcoming weekend. Um so yeah, it should be it should be a good interview, man. All right, I met him. Bright, sharp, sharp, sharp kid, man. Sharp young man. No, for sure. Excited to holler at Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Shit, I got another one for you. Uh D Buck is Eli Hall of Famer. Easy. No brainer. No brainer, in my opinion. I know this is another one of those guys that people go back and forth about. But for me, uh now, like I said, the championships come in factor more, much more of a factor when you're talking quarterbacks. And um, I don't think Eli was the top two, three quarterback for a stretch of time in the NFL. Yeah. But on the biggest stage, the biggest moments, he beat the 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 the, the ultimate. You know, they dominated. The Patriots dominated for two decades, and he beat them twice um, at the pinnacle. One to 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 knock them off in an undefeated season. And then the second time um, to do it again, like, yeah, un undoubtedly. And obviously they had great defenses and other things that went into them winning those games. But in the big moments, he made big plays. That throw big to Plexico, um, the drive breaking the sack, and that throw to um, David Tyree. David Tyree. Oh. And then um, and then the second one, that throw to Mario Manningham. I don't know if you remember, up that left sideline against two men. Yeah. He dropped that in. Wow. So, um, yeah, Eli, Eli to me, no brainer, no brain Hall of Fame. What about you? What you think? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. It's another one though. Philip Rivers. <sighs> Man, it's tough. It's tough. Hall of Famer though. Tough. Hall of Fame. He wouldn't be a first ballot guy in my opinion, but but he'll get in. Yeah, his numbers, his production, his his longevity. Um, he he deserves. He deserves that Hall of Fame nod for sure. Yeah. For sure. Definitely, yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. Hey, so um, my guy, he's a Washington football team fan. What does the Washington mm -hmm. football team need to do to get a win against uh, Tampa? I was going to say pray, but um, my man Ace, Ace Boogie <laughs> said kidnapped Tom Brady. <laughs> nah, but y'all tripping. Yeah, but not nah, tripping, man. Hey, the dogs the, up for, We just talked about Brady losing twice yeah, in the offs. And the one thing you got to the one thing you got to do to 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 affect Brady is to have a good a good rush a good rush up the middle push that pocket um get him off his spot and make him move so and like we were just saying I think uh, I think Washington football team they can do that the young boy already told him he's coming Paul um 
So, so we're gonna see Chase Young, man. He, he, he better get there. He better get there. He better get there. So, um, I think that D, I think the D line play, man, is gonna be key for um for the Washington football team. Um, and shit, it's the show now, so everybody got a chance. Everybody got a chance. Yeah, and, and oh, oh, Tommy boy got to go on the road too. It's a little different than what he used to. Somebody asking about Mike Evans. Um, as far as uh, his trajectory though, is definitely Hall of Fame. Seven um thousand yards, yeah. thousand yard seasons. Um, definitely, man, definitely. I don't yeah. think he gets he doesn't get talked about as much. Um, but then I think it, it goes down to like what what we what you be talking about as far as like has he ever been like that top two receiver in the league? Maybe not, but his consistency and the way he impacts the game um, yeah. speaks, speaks for itself. So yeah, he um if he if he stays on this on this trajectory for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of these receivers are gonna start putting up crazy numbers though. So it's gonna have to be something else that yeah, that, 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 that separates separation. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a lot of cats putting up receivers and how the game is refed and play with the protection of the quarterbacks, protection of the receivers, like cats gonna start putting up 1500 yards year in, year out. Yeah. yeah. Damn receivers. Hmm. Anybody know we got any updates on Mike Evans injury? His availability this week. Um, I heard BA say um Mike Evans at 80% is better than a lot of receivers at 100 percent So I agree with um, that. Sound like you know he might be a he might be a go. I agree with that. Now, um for the for the fans and, and the people who haven't been out there, a guy like Mike Evans, like you said, even if he is 80% for us as DBs. He's still a guy we got a game plan for in certain situations, especially like when we get in that red zone. Red zone, yep. He could be out there damn near limping. Like mm -hmm. we gotta know, okay, you know, enough. We are gonna leave a guy one on one. You know, if it's a good enough guy, we cool. But we get into that red. We go on Friday. We get that red zone. Um, you know, the red zone breakdown. Thirteen is definitely circled. And then even even adding to that, even having him on the field, then you got um Godwin. You got Antonio Brown. Um, you got Gronk. So even having him on the field, like you said, even if he is 80%, you have to pay attention to him. So now, you know, what you're going to do with the other guys out there? You know, um, yep. who you going to double? Who you going to leave? Uh, dogs, too. Yeah, dogs. So um, he has that effect that certain, only certain players have. Yep. Kind of another guy we talked about, TD, earlier. Remember, TD had to go in the Super Bowl. That, that clip you always hear, Shanahan tell him, go in, bro, go in. He was like, I can't see. I got a migraine. Hey, just go in. Just go in so yeah. they think we're going to run. Mm -hmm. You open up the play action. So the same thing. You want to run the ball? Shit. Hey, Mike Evans, put him out there back there at X. You know you're going to maybe take that safety's Safety eyes, eye, you know, a little yeah. bit, that half a step, and uh, give you a little more, more space in the run game. But uh, we got a good question from uh, Stephen Mason. Uh, which coaching job do you think is more appealing, Jacksonville or the Chargers? That's an easy one for me. The Chargers, yeah, Chargers, you got you, yeah, you got a very, very talented roster out there. You walking into something there, um, yeah. 
Jacksonville, you know, you're going to have to build that. You know what I'm saying? Where you got a lot of picks, you got a lot of money or whatever the case may be. But like you said, the Chargers, you walking into some money. Yeah. To a great situation. Great situation. Great quarter. Well, very good quarterback. Um, very good talent around him. Now it's going to be about, you know, if you can keep him around him. Then you got great talent on, on defense as well. Yeah. I know for me, if I'm a coach, I want three things. I want obviously a quarterback i want a great pass rusher and i want a a bookend tackle those are three priorities on my roster so they got two out of the three i, I don't you know i don't know if they got a bookend type lockdown tackle out there yet but i feel like you can find one of those so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely go with the chargers jacksonville yeah. you know you're gonna be building around a rookie quarterback mm-hmm Got a lot of draft capital. You got a lot of money to spend in free agency, but that ain't that ain't easy to do. Yeah, not easy to do. <clears throat> but uh, what else we got, man? Oh, got another question. Uh, we kind of touched on this other day. Um, Marcus the priest. How do y'all feel about the Chargers firing Anthony Lynn? Marcus, my young boy. Yeah, man. Um, I feel like it was something they had to do, man. It was something they had to do. And, you know, I'm always rooting for, definitely always root for black coaches when they get the opportunity because enough of us don't. Um, and I, he he won me over personality-wise on hard knocks. Seems like a great leader, great coach, man. But, you know, he had he had some, some, some F-ups, a lot of F-ups in the way that Herbert played this year. Um, and that team played, I definitely feel like they should have been a, in a better position down the stretch. So if I was uh, running that organization, it's probably the same decision I would have made to keep it a buck. So, um, so yeah, that's how I feel about it. Not overly excited about it, but I understand that it had to happen. Yeah. Be like it was one of them. They won. I think they won. They what? Last four games. Last four games. Yeah. yeah so so they, I was about to mention they that. Like they could have. Yeah. They could have kept them. You know what I mean? One more year, but you know they could have but some guys it's some it's some it's some it's some good it's some good especially offensive so in that situation so we talk about uh new england who's who dominated for such a long time you had a defensive minded head coach yep and then he would always go out and hire you know the offensive guys the charlie weiss's the billy o's the josh mcdaniels to handle the offensive side of things if you had, if you were coming into a situation like Justin Herbert, and you're but you're the owner, you the GM, and you looking for that coach, like are you looking for an offensive guru that's gonna come in here and keep developing him, or are you gonna come in and say, hey, I want to get a dog on defense to run this defense, and then you know outsource and find one of these OCs that can get the best out of Herbert. Which direction do you go, you know, as an owner or a GM? Um, I want my defense. Um, get a bring coach in who's going to focus on the defense because not you know who you have on that staff now you got a Pep Hamilton that we just mm -hmm. kind of talked about where you know every way he goes um the quarterback play as well um it, it, it it's good um and then you know get you an offensive coordinator shit shit promote Pep to offensive mm -hmm. coordinator already had that relationship with Herbert um, and he's done a phenomenal had, job with he, him. He's done a he's done a shit even in the past, you know, everywhere he's been, he's done a great job. Um, so I'll shit, I would just say, you know, promote um Pep Hamilton 
uh, let him continue that relationship with uh, with Justin Herbert, bring in a coach that's going to get that defense humming and, um, and, and, and get a few more pieces around on Herbert. I think you'll be good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, you know what? I bring in, yeah, I can definitely rock with that. If it's it's probably if I can get Dayball, if I can get Brian Dayball, if I can get um, I'm not as high on Arthur Smith. You know, he's he's getting a lot of you know. Sure, what about my um, uh, Robert Salah out there? And, um, no, that's what I'm saying. If I can get, I was I was just saying, if I get some of these like oh, Eric BNB, if I can get one yeah. of those guys, yeah. they be too good to too pass good to up. Pass up. No, Maybe even Joe Brady. I know it might be. You know, I know. He's young in the NFL, but he's he yeah. doing some things early. So if I get yeah. one of those guys, they may be too good to pass up. But outside of that, I'm with you. I, I yeah. will go with a, a Robert Salah and, 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 you know, somebody who I know going to have that defense on point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we just got to figure out the other things, especially when you got a talent like that yeah. at the quarterback position. But, uh, but yeah, let take a couple uh, more yeah. questions. I know you got to slide soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gotta go too far though, right up the road. Ace Boogie, one of our loyal listeners. Um, if you're an Eric BNB, do you leave to be a head coach or do you stay in that great situation with Kansas City? Like a um Josh McDaniels has done. I mean, he was supposed to go be a coach, the coach head coach, and end up staying. So if you Eric B, what do you do? I mean, you in this game to to have your mob to run your team, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I'm in a great situation. I got me a ring. I might get me another one this year. Um, I think, I, honestly, I, I, I'm gone. I'm gone. Out of there? Yeah, I'm out of there. I'm trying to. I'm going to a team I can put my stamp on it. You know what I'm saying? Bring my culture. Um, All right. So with so with the vacancies available right now, where do you go? You got you got Jaguars. You got the Jets. You got the Lions, you got the Falcons, you got the Texans, and the Chargers, right? They are still available. Um, I I'm guess going, where do you go? If all those teams offer you, where do you go? My top two, Texans and Chargers. Texans and Chargers. So you staying away from Jacksonville. Yeah. Because, like I said, like I just think with the situation he's coming from, looks he has a, a phenomenal quarterback, quarterback play. Right, so you go to Jacksonville, you don't know what you're gonna get, right? So Trevor Lawrence, assuming, yeah, you don't know what you don't know how that's gonna turn out in the league. I'm Mm -hmm. going somewhere where I know that that the quarterback play is is up to par. Deshaun Watson, we've seen him do it. You know what I mean? Jay Herbert, we've seen him do it. So proven, proven commodity, proven, proven. So that's where I'm going. I'm going where. You know, where I know I can I can have a guy I can lean on. Um Justin Herbert, I can help groom. Um Deshaun Watson shit. Well, he can do everything. So uh, those yeah. my those, those are my top two picks. How about you? Man, I uh, love Deshaun. So Deshaun, but it's just you just kind of hamstrung with that roster and the and the movability. I would I mean, you know what? If I'm Eric B, I would say either LA, LA will be one, and probably Jacksonville will be my second one. I would mm-hmm. trust, um, I would trust myself to be able to get Trevor Lawrence and build around that with the capital we have. 
um being around you know because he spent some time with a great gm too as well veach has done a great job you know signing so, all that talent and, and getting all that talent so, so we got to so, go do that same thing man so so the gm well the owner i think the um what's what's the owner name out there in jacksonville um shakan shakan i think he came on and said that he wants to I don't know. I I, I need to. See. You want to do what? Let me let me make sure because I don't want to uh, misquote. Misquote Yeah, but um, I swore I read something the other day, and I was like, well, I don't know if that's gonna be a good idea, my guy. <laughs> Man, Shot, wait, Shot Khan says he has Ross control. Exactly. So that's what. It's that's what. That's what I uh, that's what I read, but I wanted to make sure I I, I said I read that right. So and it's like, crazy. And nah, going, man, that, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go into no situation like that. Yeah, so I take so scratching them off my list. Right, that's why. <laughs> so I'm going to LA, man. If I can't go to LA, I'm staying in Kansas City until until another situation opened up. If I can't get that charger job, as if I'm Eric B, and that's just me personally. I, I mean, Texas is great because you got Deshaun, which is, I believe, a top probably three, four quarterback in the league right now. So you got him, but it's too many. It's too many other holes on the roster that I got to fill, and I don't have enough capital to do it. So, no, I feel damn, like Jacksonville situation look, but but come on, come man, you're not even a football guy. You're the business guy, and that's you're, why I, see, I <laughs> seen that. Yes, I seen that yesterday. I was like, man, he's tripping, yo. Yeah, he I didn't know tripping. that. Yeah, that's that's he should have kept that to himself. Yeah, if he's really trying to build a winner, so you got to think about as far as um coaching vacancies, how coaches gonna feel about that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I mean, but, so I mean, when you when you're the owner, you call the shots. You you feel like, and they supposed to be interested in Urban Meyer. So if you Urban, if you hire a college coach, and I don't think Urban Meyer has any. Does he have any re, uh, any any experience in the NFL? No, none that I know of, at not, least. Not to, my, not to my knowledge. Yeah, so it's been a, a, a hell of a long time. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that, man. I think you bring in a good GM and you let him handle that shot. Yeah, let him do his thing. Matter of fact, I'm available. I'm available, uh, Mr. Khan. You heard it first. I'm available. You know what I mean? I, I can tell you. I, we can build that damn roster, okay? Come holler at my man, D-Buck. You know I mean, we could be, we could be, don't be like, don't try to be the, the next Jerry Jones, okay? That wave is passed. Yeah. I got you. I'll let you, I'll let you go out there and tell them, tell them that you made the picks that I tell you, but come on, man. Don't come holler at D-Buck, man. GM, man. Yeah. I got, I got you. We can make Trevor Lawrence. We can build that thing out, man. I got you. Trust me. But sure, yeah, well, man. I'm about to get missing. Man, we appreciate y'all tuning in as always. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, man, exciting, exciting stuff, man. Looking forward to that. Um, to that Terry Mack interview, Terry McLaurin, Washington football team coming up. Um, that will drop down in a few days, and then, um we touch back with y'all on Friday. Obviously, we're going to be talking about these wild card, these super wild card matchups. Um, you know, picks and things along those lines. But uh, appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all as always. As always. Van, I see Van jumped in here late. Appreciate y'all, though, man. We out.